Hello from ABA Tech Show 2017 in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Lawrence Coletti. I'm Vita Jones Richardson. I'm Heidi Alexander. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. We're still at ABA Tech Show. This is day number three for us. And uh, we're in the Expo Hall. This is our first interview of the day. And I am honored because I have uh, two wonderful guests with me. I just met uh, Vida Jones Richardson, and uh, she's here today. And Heidi Alexander, of course, long-term host of Legal Talk Network. Welcome. Hi. Hello. Good morning. So how'd it go? You guys just presented. Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had a great time this morning. It was good? Yep. We spoke to a great audience first thing in the morning. Uh, about uh, how to avoid distractions, focus your mind, and be able to accomplish what you need to get done. Excellent, excellent. That is on my mind right now. We've got a lot to do. So why don't we do this before we get started? Why don't we learn a little bit more about you for the benefit of our audience? Where do we, uh, where do you work and what do you do? Why don't we start with you, Vita? Well, I'm an attorney and I work in Durham, North Carolina with an intellectual property law firm. And I practice uh, trademarks, copyrights, technology licensing. I also teach uh, as an adjunct professor at a local law school, North Carolina Central University. I teach the trademark clinic there. Excellent. Heidi. So I am the director of the Law Office Management Assistance Program in Massachusetts. And what we do is we provide free and confidential law practice management consulting services. And uh, I do a lot of work in legal technology. I've uh, recently wrote a book on Evernote, Evernote as a Law Practice Tool, which was published by the American Bar Association Law Practice Division. Awesome. So we're here to talk about easily distracted harness tech to be more efficient and avoid distractions. So who wants to volunteer and give us the 50,000 foot? Well, the 50,000 foot view is that you really need to Uh, address your mindset when it comes to establishing a way to stay focused during the day. We talked about the process of getting things done in a way that allows you to keep things out of your mind, uh, out of the periphery that don't belong on what you're uh, focusing at the moment. So addressing the I'm too busy to get stuff done mentality? Exactly. No, I understand that. And I, when I saw uh, when I saw this on the agenda for ABA Tech Show, I, it was near and dear to my heart. You know, lately we've been really busy at Legal Talk Network, and and I remember my practice days and my consulting days, where you would get a huge project. There's so many things going on: inbound calls, text messages, emails. I mean, it was just crazy. And I think the world today uh, is set up in a way where you can literally be contacted all the time, but it can be so distracting you don't even know where to begin. Well, one of the things that we did talk about was just taking a step back. You know, when when you get overwhelmed, when you've got a lot of things that you're bombarded with all the time, this happens to attorneys, is we just, we get sucked into that. And then we end up working 24-7. We don't ever take a break. And we, we then burn out. And so you need to take a step back. And this is what we talked about, taking a step back and getting organized and building a system so that you can figure out where to focus your energy, you can maintain your energy, you can take breaks and make sure that you're getting everything done. Yeah, the thing is when you have a dump of things that are there to do, you can't sort through them. And you can't really get anything done when you have too many things uh, tugging at your attention. We talked about the concept of multitasking and how that's really a myth. 
and that you really can't do two things at once. You have to decide which is the one you're doing now or you'll get neither done. You know, on a personal anecdote, I actually tested this out with my girlfriend one time. So it was the weekend, we had a bunch of chores to do. And so I just decided to do one at a time. And she tried to multitask these things. And so, you know, you have laundry, which is a pretty easy one to multitask on. And we found pretty quickly that I was getting way more done than she was trying to do wow. all at the same time. So I agree with you. I mean, I think you. you got to put your mind to the task you're on, especially if you want to be efficient and you want to uh, avoid wasting time, which I think can be a challenge, you know, when, you, when you've got a lot to do and deadlines, multiple deadlines, and you've got you know, things that can extend. So that's that's great. Yeah, we, t we talked a lot about focusing in on one task at a time and trying to figure out how to do that because we're constantly interrupted. I mean, there's so many different interruptions and distractions. And I talked about some research that shows that it takes uh, f men, men, Lawrence, 15 minutes that to get back. That was directed at men. It was, you in particular. It takes men 15 minutes to actually get back on track once they've been interrupted. For women, we're a little bit better, of course, and it takes us 13 minutes to get back on track once we're interrupted. So that's a, you know, that's a huge cost of being interrupted. And so you know, a lot of what we talked about was focusing, trying to focus in on one task at a time as you figured out, you know, anecdotally, I'll, I'm gonna use you in my next presentation now, um, that you're, you'll get more done, you know, as opposed to if you're multitasking, trying to spend, you know, time doing two things at once, it's going to take you much longer than if you just focused on one at a time. Yeah, because the thing is, when you're multitasking, you're really just shifting back and forth from one thing to the next. And if you consider Heidi's time lapse or mind lapse uh, discussion, then you're thinking about the fact that every time you shift back and forth, you're losing a little in the gap. So you've got to stay focused if you really want to be most productive and, and make a choice about what it is. We talked a little bit also about energy management because that's a big part of making the long haul and being able to do one thing after another instead of uh, you know try to get through that pile. Well, what is energy management? Well, it's a lot about knowing where your energy lies and uh, during the day, we all have different clocks and different ways of accomplishing things. We have that sweet spot in our day when we can really just burrow in and get a lot of things done, get into a deep, you know, zen zone state of concentration. And if you know that point in your day, it's useful to be able to schedule work around that. But then there's also those times of the day where you've got your highs and lows and you know the kinds of tasks that you can almost do as a you know, automatically, and you can put some of those in the parts of the day that make the most sense for you. And I think energy management also is the ability to to take breaks and make sure that you're you know re-energizing yourself. Because again, as we you know as we talked about, is if you're going 24/7, you're you're going to burn out. I mean, there's there's no question, and you're going to be less efficient. And so if you can actually take breaks, and some we talked about different tools and methods, and one in particular we talked about was the uh, Pomodoro method, uh, because there's actually research around how long you can maintain focus 
focus. And Vita pointed this out during our presentation. And, and it's about 25 minutes. And so the Pomodoro method is all about setting up your work in 25-minute intervals and then taking a break. And, of course, there's apps for that. We're at Tech Show. You know, there's an app for everything. So you set your Pomodoro timer for 25 minutes, and then you do your work. You focus in. You eliminate those distractions and then you take your break and that helps you improve your concentration and reduces burnout. That's a good segue into my next question and so you know technology I think you know has a tendency to distract this you know the IMs and the emails like things we've talked about before but there are apps that can help you be more efficient that kind of help you plan and plot out your day. Were you were we able to share some examples of those here with the people that were in attendance? Well there are a lot of apps but one of the best tools is the tool that you're already using the most. And a lot of times you can take these techniques and apply them to your existing tools so that they're a part of the way you work from time to time. One of the, one of the fun tools that, uh, that we talked about was uh, there's a bunch of apps out there that, that basically force you to, to concentrate and focus in on one thing. So there are tools that you can set up on your computer like Cold Turkey and Focus Me and where they basically <laughs> kick you off of websites and they, and they log you out of applications so that you, you can't check your email during certain times. Some of them will actually, they'll turn off your computer and they won't let you back in for a couple of hours so that you have like to that focus <laughs> in on whatever it is yeah, that you're, that you're doing. Um, so there are ways that you can use technology to kind of force you into this, you know, doing one thing, one thing at a time. We also talked about technology that you can use that helps you capture information because um, there's research out there that shows that we spend more than half of our day thinking about all the other stuff that we have to be doing. And so we need to be able to get that information out of our heads into a system. And so technology is great for that because you can constantly be, you know, using Siri or some sort of task management program where you're just boom, 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 you're getting things into that system and then later on you organize it and you sort it and you, and you process it and all that. Um, but getting that stuff out of your head so you're not waking up in the middle of the night and you're, you know, you're, you're thinking about all these other things and then you can't get what you really need to get done. So I have kind of an odd question here. So my second to last question that I've got one more after this. And so this, this is one of the reasons I reached out to, to you uh, on this. And I, I remember this is, wasn't that long ago. Was, uh, we had a lot going on and uh, I was checking emails and I was getting IMs and I was getting some text messages. And I looked up and a surprising amount of the clock had gone away. Mm. And I had basically got nothing done during that time except push something down the road. So I had not executed on anything and it was just, I was overwhelmed. But I didn't know I was overwhelmed. It felt like I was working that whole time. And I looked mm. up and I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I done today? So I started taking into account. And then, you know, I sent, we, we've got a system where we all communicate, uh, it's called Campfire. So I, you know, I sent in a little Campfire message to say, hey guys, I'm gonna jump into focus time. And so just turn everything off. And I said, if you need me, call me. That was the only thing I was listening for was the phone. And then it allowed me to escape from all of the digital communications, mm -hmm. except the phone, obviously. And uh, so my, my question, it's kind of an odd one, what are some warning signs that somebody might be overwhelmed and that your efficiency is hmm. dropping off even though you feel like you're doing some work? Well, I'm not sure what the signs are, but if you've put together a system and you've got some things that you're planning to do and you know that you're slipping off of that track, then you know you've got something you need to attend to. And so in your situation, you had something planned 
and you already you already had realized how far you were off track. And that's, I think, what's the importance of, of getting these systems in place so that you have a monitor that's your own self-monitoring uh, system. It's like a list, kind of a checklist for the day. <laughs> right. Being able to capture everything, as, as Heidi mentioned, so that you know where you have to be or how far down your list you're supposed to be is your best monitor of, of where you stand. And one of the things we talked about too was identifying your most important tasks at the beginning of the day so that, and you can always come back to them. So, you know, you know those are the two to three things that you need to get done in the day. And all of a sudden when you start veering off of those, actually someone came up to us after the program and said, I don't know if you were there, but she, she was talking about how what she does is she takes this post-it note and she writes the thing that she's working on at that moment so that when she is interrupted and distracted and she needs to get back to it, she looks over at the no and says, wait, okay, that's what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> so it reminds her that she needs to get back to track. But, you know, at, at the very end, I think it's, you know, all this turns into, you know, stress, anxiety, um, and, you know, and ultimately, you, you don't, you're procrastinating, you don't want to get the work done. Um, so that, that's what happens at the end. I was mentioning, Hopefully I you didn't get to that point. <laughs> no, no, I didn't get to that point. <laughs> okay. I use my uh, time and billing system in that way, mm. is to put up what it is that I'm working on and the clock is constantly ticking. And if I find that I look up and I'm doing something other than what it says I'm doing, that's the way that you know what you've been focused on for all that time. Mm -hmm. So one last question for you. Our listeners, uh, legal professionals tuning in today, they may want to follow up with you, learn a little bit more. How can they reach you? Well, I'm at Olive and Olive in uh, Durham, North Carolina, and my email address is Richardson at gmail.com. And Heidi? So you can find me on Twitter, uh, Heidi Alexander, or you can shoot me an email, Heidi at MassLowMap.org, or check out our blog at MassLowMap.org. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode, but I want to thank our guests for joining us and our listeners for tuning in. And if you like what you heard today, please find us, subscribe, and rate us in iTunes. See you next time for another episode of On the Road, Legal Talk Network. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, so I hope you were able to edit that out. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why he went back. Yeah. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.